What was your favorite moment of that night, though? Favorite moment of that night? Well, it was one I was reminded of the next day. Uh, so I didn't remember it in real time because it was later in the night. But I think it was Slater putting his face into the oh my god ball and eating it. I think that's my favorite. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the 43rd episode of According to Alan. I am your host, Alan Miskowski, joined in studio, as always, with Josh. Josh, say what's up. Howdy, everybody. Howdy. <laughs> Good Hi. job. Hello. And uh, we've got a special guest today that uh, is uh, our social media guru in the office, Matt Barber. Hello, everyone. Wow. <laughs> sultry. I wanna, you I opened wanna, up the sultry. sultry. Okay. I spent the last three minutes thinking, like, how am I going to open? I'm going to say hello to people. <laughs> well, was that what it all worked up to be? That worked up to sultry. Always go with sultry. <laughs> Good moves. The verbal smolder. The last time you were on the podcast was November? November. Wow. That was a talk local. Crazy. Talk local. Yeah. I feel like the first three, Martin was the first one. Yeah. He, he's, a, he's a local 219 guy. Yep. I think you were in there sometime. I think it was number four. Four? I think four. Man, it that feels like forever ago. It was mm. forever ago. Yeah. Which means, you know, to kind of cross-promote, we start our new podcast season tomorrow. Ooh. Yep. And who is and, and, uh, Justin from Windmill will be coming on. Yeah. So that'll be really cool. I'm hoping he's bringing beers. Which, which podcast is that? That ain't Talk Local. That's Bruisers. That's Bruisers. And so if you are familiar with us, you know that we do uh, the podcast. I was at a wedding Saturday, and someone was asking me if we still do them as much as we do. <laughs> and it's like, actually, we're on the verge of kicking off a shit ton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we... <laughs> <laughs> From the beta gallery. <laughs> Just so everybody knows, I'm you back in my like I'm, I'm back in my family guy right I'm back there. in my corner so again. <laughs> yeah, for those who can't see this audio wise, Josh mm-hmm. is in the ca- <laughs> he's sitting behind me. I'm not looking at him at all, so all I hear is his sound. Uh, it's not like Cleveland for Family Guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have that podcast starting Monday in Bruisers, and one of the reasons Matt's on today is to talk about his. That's going to be next week after that, yeah. which is called Digital Fix, and that'll be your start to get released on Tuesday. Yeah, we'll record on Tuesdays. Everyone who knows me knows that I've always done everything based around Thursdays. Like I had uh, my previous company before very true. 209 was Thursday Social. Before yeah. that, I owned Thursday Roasters, which was a very uh, uh, failed coffee company. <laughs> Shout out to everyone who owns a coffee company out there. I, I love you and I appreciate you. Uh, when it comes to coffee, how hard is it to do that? It's... So I think there's a breaking point. There's the starting amount of time. If you're not willing, if you're like me and are super cheap, like my wife is Serbian, so like we're very, very economically focused, I'm gonna say, tight, okay. tight with the budget. Um, you haven't seen wife. the Dutch. What's that? Said so you haven't seen the Dutch. Oh God, no, I think it's, I think it's both communities, Northwest Indiana, the Serbs and the Dutch are just like those kinds of people. I didn't realize the Serbs were so conservative with, with money. Super, super fiscally conservative. <laughs> Good. I'm gonna say that. Uh, and so we started this company. I was like, oh, I want a side project. I used to own this co-working space in downtown Chicago. It's when I had the co-working space. I was like, I just want more money on the side because I'm making great money now. It's not enough. Like, yeah, it's it, it'll never be enough. So I want to start this because I think it'll be fun. And she's like, we're not going to spend a lot of money on this because you have too many hobbies as it is. And so I was like, OK, cool. Like, 
And so we got this like Jiffy Pop roaster. Do you remember the old ones that were like the tin bucket and they had a handle on the side and the handle had a crank on the end? So you're, you're, the way you said that, like, did you remember the old ones? Means I know any of them. I okay. don't know any coffee All roasters right, that so exist. There's, it's, not, it's not a coffee roaster. It's a popcorn popper. It's a Jiffy Popper. Oh, so um, like you, the idea is like you put these you put these corn kernels in the silver pot, and on top of that, there's a lid, and the lid has like is attached to this like stirring mechanism, which is also attached to the handle. So you wow. crank this handle, it stirs the stuff inside the pot. Okay, and you're supposed to make popcorn with it. Well, everyone on the internet's like, dude, you can make coffee for like no money. It just oh, takes nice. like. 10 minutes per pound to roast over an electric oven so i was like i'm be rich and so i spent like three bucks on this popcorn popper and then bought some like green coffee beans which look like rocks um from i don't know where we got somewhere off the internet and some bags and so i was like i'm gonna start a coffee roaster in my kitchen and i the first thing you learn about roasting coffee is roasting coffee does not smell like coffee it kind of smells like burning earth <laughs> like there's a lot of smoke. Mm. There's a lot of mess. Were yeah. you at Cleveland? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. it is it is a rough experience. Like you start it expecting like your house is gonna smell like Starbucks and like this is gonna be great. The neighbors gonna love us. This is great. And then the smoke alarms are going off, like the house <laughs> smells like burning moss. There's chaff, which is like the shell of the coffee bean, everywhere. Literally wow. everywhere. Like you never appreciate your vacuum. Like you may have pet hair, but you never appreciate your vacuum. Like when you're scraping chaff, or like six months later off from underneath your couch. Like, I had a similar story with brewing. Nate yeah. Gunningham and I used to brew. Sure. And the hardest part was actually bottling the beer. The brewing it was mm-hmm. one thing, but they had this like uh, device that you take the beer and you put like a rubber hose in. So you got like five gallons of beer, you put the rubber hose in, and then you use this pump to put the, from, take the water and transfer it into every bottle. Yeah. Essentially, that's easy, right? Sure. The problem is that hose sometimes flies out of the bottle. <laughs> and there was times where it's like, we, my wife came home, dude, and we had beer on the ceiling. We had beer on the walls, dude. So, yeah, it's a it's a hustle. It's, it's a grind, dude. It, it is a hustle. And we were doing all right for a little bit. Like, it was right around Christmas season. So, I'm like, hell, yeah. It's going to cost me, like, three bucks a person to make a Christmas present this year. Everyone's getting <laughs> coffee. I don't care if you drink it or not. You're getting a light roast. You're getting a dark roast. You're getting a mix. Because at that point, I'm like, I don't know how to tell them apart. Like, the light, the line on a Jiffy Pop between, like, a light roast and dark roast is about 15 seconds. Mm. And so like, you'll be mixing, you're like, oh, those still look green, they're burned, they're burned, they're burned. (laughs) (laughs) As you're like running outside, I live on the second story, so like my neighbors below me, God bless them or whatever, like every morning, like woke up to like a field of burned coffee beans on the grass outside their patio. Oh, and uh, I was like, I'll make you coffee, I promise. So, like, I basically paid them off, that's rat in the apartment complex to me, with coffee, the, the good coffee, but. Yeah, that I got to a point where I was like, I either need to buy a barrel roaster or I need to quit. And it was so much work while the co-working space was going through a transition. Yeah, it's commitment, uh, man. That I was like, eh, it's better if this just fails. And so I just, I I closed the business. I uh, I never actually made any money on it. It actually cost me probably a hundred bucks. The total, like three months I had this business. That's not bad though. No, no, it was a learning experience for sure. And you learn to know when to fold your cards. Sure. And so it was it was a great experience, but oh man, like even to this day, like I look back and I'm like, I should still roast my own coffee. But I'm like, <laughs> no, like the minute my wife sees that Jiffy Pop coming out, like she's gonna hit me with all the rings on her fingers, like <laughs> it's gonna be rough. <laughs> so that's what it's like doing coffee. Yeah. So what's about so what's going on with the podcast? 
So yeah, we'll actually we'll actually talk about why <laughs> I we got came us here off, today. I, I'm sorry I asked that question and got everybody off topic when it comes to the podcast. But I can't help it. Like, I get know. off on tangents. No, that's like. my bad. I I'm <laughs> curious about what a coffee is like. Because oh, go ahead. Yeah, it's it's rough. Anyway, so yeah, the podcast Digital Fix. I am super pumped about this. Um, my background is social media, and and I have just this pure love and passion for it, and for all these people in in our community that have been able to take social media and and use it for something more than posting pictures online than uh, to actually like build communities and shape communities with it so i'm digital fix is all about hearing those stories and hopefully that transfers to tips to anybody that wants to know more about whatever industry these people are in and, and how to build themselves like a personal brand almost so um, should I talk about my first guest? Should, I, should we talk about the first it's guest? It's official, right? It is, it's in it is blue. official blue over there. So, uh, Jay, one of the owners of McFly's Barbershop, Gentleman's Shop, uh, here in Crown Point, has a ridiculous following on Instagram and is generally one of the nicest people that you will ever meet. Super humble, down to earth. It's a, an actual pleasure to know this guy. He's going to be the first guest. Massive following on Instagram, and I think that's what we're going to talk about is kind of everything that's got going on. He's been, uh, not, I'm not going to, I'm going to use the word weaponized, but not in a, a, a negative sense. Like he's weaponized it to do some real great things for the community and great things for everyone. He's pretty humble about it. So well, he's got a real diverse background because he's a weightlifter. Yep. He's got, he used to be a former wrestler, which yep. is really fascinating. Um, he cuts hair. Yeah. Uh, as a barber. He's my personal barber, too. Nice. I should mention that. And if you guys are familiar with, you might have seen uh, myself getting a haircut from Varel. That's the same shop. Yep. That video was released about a week and a half ago. Yeah. And so they we, were at the party Thursday. So he's an incredible entrepreneur on top of that. Oh, yeah. Incredible. Him, him so and Varel. Just out, outstanding. That'll like, be a great guest. That's yeah. a good one to kick off with. Um, so over the arc, uh, 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 random question. Sure. Are you a little nervous about hosting your first podcast? I I am I am scared to because ter- uh, you seem terrified. I'm I'm a little terrified. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll admit it. There's there's I'm a couple joking. like stare at the ceiling kind of nights. Um, For those who no, know Matt, Matt will run into a brick wall no matter what. Thanks, He's not, buddy. There's no terrifying in your personality. <laughs> That's, that is how we like to start the week around here. Yes, with all of these brick walls. We do. It's gonna look like a Wiley Coyote cartoon. Like. <laughs> Yeah, so what are you thinking? What's your expectations going into it? Pretty I, fun? I'm trying not to set expectations. Like, I'm, like, planning. I'm always the guy that tries to plan, like, five steps ahead and, like, disaster-proof, like, every single possible thing. Um, so I know it's going to be fun. It's going to be amazing. Bringing in a guest like Jay to leverage it. Jay has an incredible personality, and so it's going to kind of help, uh, help me, like, ease off those nerves because he's just a fun person to be around and I think that'll translate well to the podcast. Well, so. we did three uh, kind of mock podcasts and you learned and you a lot about it. yourself. You killed the it. The first one I did not though, remember? Like it yeah. was horrifically boring. I was so excited to talk about the Cambridge Analytica stuff with Facebook and then realized I was the only person in the world that was excited yeah. to talk yeah. about <laughs> Like as I'm talking, I'm listening to myself and I'm like, I'm making myself fall asleep. Like, I, but I'm still talking, like stuff's still falling out of my face. So, I thought you killed it. Thanks, And buddy. so I'm really excited to see it. And um, I know the other thing that we're going to start doing, and we've got um, now three people that are doing our kind of talent for Local 219. That's yep. yourself. Um, so you've done some Facebook Live stuff. You're doing yeah. the podcast stuff. And hopefully we can start getting out in the community and showing some videos of you doing stuff. I think one of the ones we like to do is CrossFit, which would be pretty cool. That would be fun. Um, the other person is Jay. Jay used to be the – she was our, our guest two weeks ago. Uh, she's a former Blackhawks ice girl, an incredible personality, yeah. a lot of fun. It's like she's almost – it almost feels like she's been around since the beginning. 
Yeah. She's fit in like perfect. Yeah. You That's know? for sure. For um, sure. And she's so, definitely one of the guys. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's great. And uh, we were we did her first. She'll be doing a podcast called, I believe, Just Jay right now. Um, and that'll be starting the week after Matt's. And we just did our first video with Jay mm-hmm. at Beauty and the Beach on Friday. That was an awesome shoot. We've uh, edited the video. That one should be out by Monday. Um, actually, Tuesday. We just had that conversation. Yeah. Um, and we're going to drop it Tuesday. Yeah. Um, and I just kind of wanted to kind of jump off because you were kind of a part of this week. This week was insane for it us. It was incredible. And looking back on it, I'm like, how did we survive that, dude? We did four mm. videos in two days. Yeah. 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 And that's why. Shot, edited, all. All of them. Done. Already yeah. out the door. Which, all of them are already which out the door. for me, so like for the people that, that don't, don't kind of know what goes into this, explain the process of like from when you decide we're going to shoot this to when we're releasing on social media. Like, cause I I see something on my side, but what's your kind of mental process? Like, how do you how do you game plan? T- talk, take me through the game table. Well, it starts with identifying what event we want to go to. Sure. And I think we've gotten better at planning way out in advance. Mm-hmm. So right now, I think we're about two months in advance, and we've got a pretty much every weekend accounted for for sure. at least events that we think are cool. Mm-hmm. Right. Josh and I were actually having a conversation Friday night of what do we do here once we get to next year. Right. Because I don't know if the world needs two cornrows videos of back-to-back years, you know. But I think it really allows us to kind of um, hit a like cast a wider net. Sure. So we can do the more intricate events, too, that are really cool that we didn't get a chance to. There was a bike ride. Steve Spurlock invited me to it yesterday. I had a wedding to go to. Congratulations to Drew and Christina Enningenberg. That was an awesome wedding. It was at the Allure, the new one in Chesterton. Oh, God. Beautiful. Um, beautiful dude but uh we while we were there there was like this bike ride that was made for law enforcement it was an awesome benefit they had like 200 bikes would have loved to have filmed it couldn't get out there um but ideally it's identifying the event we want to cover um and then depending on the turnaround time because we are media Mm -hmm. it's important that we do beat other media outlets to the to the beat you know so we don't get a chance to kind of sit around and wait a couple weeks to do them we've kind of got to get them we kind of got to shoot them and get them out of the desk right away and it kind of i would say it hurts quality a little bit i would say if we had like three weeks and six revisions yeah i think it would make a difference i think we do a really good job though with what they are yeah so I would say a majority of these videos are being edited the same day they're shot. Sure. I mean, so... Just Especially this week. This Especially week was this great. Week. We had to. So Thursday night, we had the party, so that really took out a lot of editing. But we went to the Stanley Cup. Yep. And so the Stanley Cup was Thursday. Mm-hmm. That was a really cool event. That one came on us kind of late. We yeah. didn't really know that we were going to get the that access. That was a surprise, yeah. Yeah, we, we I got, feel like it was a surprise for everybody, though. Like, I didn't hear much buzz about it before well, the event happening itself. It's, exactly. kind of kept it a little hush-hush. And even the day of, like, there was still a surprise element to it because of the nature of the business with transporting something as iconic as the Stanley Cup. I remember that's when I was doing my hair, and you called me, and you're like, yeah, you need to get here as, as fast as you can. <laughs> like that, and I'm standing there shirtless with the blow dryer in my hand, and I'm like... Yes, sir. <laughs> out the door. Yeah, so we, we run out, we run out, knock that out. I think that day started at 9 a.m. Yeah. Um, and we're turning around that video. Slater and I are back here by 11, I would say. Yeah. Two hours quick. of shooting. It was yep. 10.30. It wasn't yep. even that. It was quick. And then we had the final video done by 1, 
one o'clock. Yeah. And so we got that one out. Um, that video, if you're not familiar with it, that's on our Facebook and Instagram now. That one got um, on CBS News the six o'clock, which is yeah. a huge, super a, cool, huge monument for us. Never leaving my DVR ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I still haven't seen it. No, no. Okay, well, we'll have to have you see that. Yeah. Um, I ran home like it was Christmas morning. Me too. Like, I was so. I don't. I don't have it. cable at my house, so I wasn't able to oh. record it or anything. Really cool. Check yeah. that out. Um, so maybe I'll have to stop by one of your guys' places and check it out. Okay. But. Well, so then we did that. The party was Thursday, which was seriously it was the first time we have ever thrown a party, um, and I, without really honestly have no idea what to expect. Yeah. We didn't know if it was going to be uh, till a two thirty rager. We didn't know if half the people were going to not show. Um, I know we put ourselves in the best position we could. Mm-hmm. To, to make it happen yep. um, and I would dude it was for me amazing it was oh, awesome yeah. for everybody to come in here check out the space uh, a lot of great people too that's either been on the podcast or have uh, our clients in some component mm-hmm. or somebody we've done video for awesome group of people um, I'm really proud of the way that went down we had psychics here mm-hmm. and everyone said it seemed to be a pretty big hit People loved it. People were cool with People it. People loved it. And then we even had time to kind of enjoy the moment ourselves. The the party kind of dispersed around 930. Um, and we were able to kind of sit back and really kind of tie one on the rest of the, <laughs> yeah, of the group. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, as yeah. a staff. Fun, yeah. So it was pretty fun. I love that night. That'll be a monu- like another momentous Okay, like night for the for the local two one nine group. Yeah, and it was I, yeah, it was good. All the way, even even going up to it, all hands on deck, getting this place ready, and I think it was just a great team building type thing too. Sure, there was there was some definite stress before things. You're right, like it was. We don't know what to show. We've never done this before. We've never no. done anything on this scale before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and with so many, and these are all friends and companions like you said clients so like there was so much on the line and even now thinking about it, like i'm feeling stressed again even though the event already happened but it went off i think it went off without a hitch like nothing nothing no one died like there were no fights broke out like everyone came in they were super fun super humble uh the wall the brick wall that we have the be local wall is every time i walk past now i still choke up like yeah. there's so many nice messages people were writing on that in white ink if you've seen the video that's what everyone is doing on the wall they're leaving us we asked people to sign it and as soon as people had the ability to sign they left us just the nicest messages that kind of reaffirmed everything that we've done since day one yeah yeah it yeah. was i still I, I i get pretty emotional when i look at that thing like and i see some of the messages on there like it still chokes me up oh yeah and it will <laughs> i don't think that's gonna stop no 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 well, I mean, I hope not, because if it does, we're in real trouble. Yeah, right? that's true. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think it was great to meet a few people. Uh, in particular, I would say the Dave from the Hey My Man podcast. Mm-hmm. He came, and I've never met him uh, one-on-one before. We talked on the phone earlier that week, and that was really cool. Great guy. Um, and it's funny, because he cracks me up, man. He's, he comes around, he's talking about how nervous he is for us, because he has no idea how we're making money. <laughs> and, uh, it's so funny. Uh, and, I mean, we try to, like, I mean, from a, there's, I guess the best way to explain it is, is that we have two forms of what we do, right? Yeah. So we have the, we have the uh, media side, which is us covering a lot of local events, shining mm-hmm. cool light on the region, um, the podcasts, all that is yeah. kind of what we do. And that's what most of the public sees us doing. But behind the scenes, I mean, we've got social media management, seminars yep. and coaching that we do that yep. is awesome. We've got a great client list on that. And then we also have, do a lot of video production um, on the side too. So we've got a lot of that stuff and we do a lot of real estate videography, photography, so. Couple weddings. Couple weddings. So we've got, I mean, we're growing so much that it's hard to balance both. 
Yeah. Right agreed. Now. Agreed. And so it, I feel bad sometimes because, like, last week, I think we posted twice on the local 219 gear. <laughs> oh. But that's because, honestly, we just didn't have time. Here's here's something I will explain to, and every social media manager in the world is going to be like, yeah, is that it's a real thing. You definitely become your own worst client when you take on, like, X number of clients. So I'm not going to say how many clients we have or anything like that, but um, we do – a pretty good job of putting clients first and posting for them and it does come at the sacrifice sometimes of our own stuff and like i i kind of embrace that as like that's my own kind of like kryptonite yeah is like i'll post for them and i'm feeling good man like this campaign's really taking off and this guy's calling me or this this lady is calling me and they're they're loving the results i'm like oh man i totally forgot about us like i totally forgot about everyone probably thinks we shut down and closed our doors i haven't posted in like four days for us what am I doing? And then uh, it's it's just a real thing. Like you become your own worst clients when you yeah. do a lot of social media management. Oh yeah, and uh, unfortunate. And I mean, I try to not let that happen. I mean, right. this last four days we posted. I think the Stanley Cup on Thursday. We posted a lot. Then it we posted good. Friday morning was. Oh, actually, it was. Well, I don't know. I'm getting I'm confused now. Yeah. Friday morning, I think was Stanley Cup. Friday, well, then we went to Pierogi Fest Friday, released that on Saturday. I want to really publicly thank the Pierogi Fest. We did not formally get press passes to that. We did not. And so we went there kind of gorilla, mm-hmm. and we just shot the best we could without any access. Yeah. yeah. And I think it slayed. It was a, it was a pretty fun killer video. video. I, it's one of my favorite ones we've done. Yeah, it was really cool. That Very one was released active. on Saturday. Then we released the party one on Saturday night. And then we were at Beauty and the Beach on Friday afternoon, and that'll be released probably Tuesday. Um, so we've got, like, I think once the podcasts get rolling, we'll be posting daily without, without even knowing it. Sure. Right, right. Yeah. You know? So it's, it'll start getting crazy. There's going to be a ton of content coming your guys' way, for yeah. sure. I think the, being at the wedding on Saturday, that was the one thing I felt like was the huge theme behind everything. Everyone's just like, I'm seeing you guys everywhere. Yeah. And so whatever we're doing is working. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's working, yeah. man. We've uh, figured out how to, like, get our stuff seen. And, and it's been incredible. I think the last time I looked, the uh, Stanley Cup video is around 6,000 views. Something like that, yeah. Which is awesome. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull up live numbers, which will no longer be live when this podcast reaches. <laughs> True. Uh, but I still want to – I'm still curious. Well, sometimes, dude, like, when we start first talking about that courthouse video, I think the first time we mentioned it on the podcast, it was at, like, 4,000 views, and now that's Ugh. at 29,000. Oh, yeah. It's crazy, man. Yeah. It's just – it's a slow burn with all it this is. stuff. It is. Yeah, you know? it just keeps rolling. So the uh, live numbers. You feel you feel comfortable with me uh, dropping live numbers? Do it, air? do it. All right. This so, is uh, seven thirty-six p.m. <laughs> on, on a Sunday. On a Sunday on a night. Sunday night. Which means we've got to get out of here within the next twenty minutes because uh, seventy-five cent wings at Tavern on Main. It only goes to like nine o'clock. Oh, oh no, man! I was at Tavern on Main yesterday, man. Every time I walk in there, I always leave happy. Anyway, numbers. Uh, so currently, the Stanley Cup video is at almost 6,000 views. Mm-hmm. It's at 6,000. This is unboosted. This is straight organic, which as an organic post is ridiculous yeah. and crazy. But the algorithm is definitely working in our favor because of the 83 shares uh, that come along with it and the 100 uh, other engagements. Um, actually, over 100, 104 extra engagements. Current reach is over 12,000 people. Unbelievable. That's not impressions. Impressions, people, I've been hit with this video probably 50 times, personally, just because it's in it's in my feed. Like, it's, it's stuff I'm interested Well, I don't know how far to go into this because I don't want to bore the shit out of people listening. Sure. You know, I feel like we've already kind of done enough job of just everybody yeah. kind of... <laughs> everybody's turned off this podcast. Yeah, yeah exactly. Everyone's closed up shop. podcast, everyone's out. Oh, man. 
But I, I mean, I think I was looking at the numbers, and this quarter alone, I just randomly fell apart the backside analytics of Facebook. Yeah. I think our reach was like 100K in yeah. the last like two and a half months. Yeah. Which is insane. Which would make sense. That's awesome. And that's not without, and that's not including like the Crown Brewing giveaway. Yeah. You I would know, say that's, that stuff. yeah, that was before. That's that's outside of that range. And that alone, impressions wise, had over a quarter million impressions. So it's like we are getting, I mean, people are seeing this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You know, which is wild. We have man. definitely talked about ourselves a lot. I know. In the last couple of minutes. And then I th- go ahead. I was gonna say I was gonna, I was gonna go back to the party. Okay. Back, or do you want to finish your thought before I go back to the party? My thought was shifting gears. Okay. So no, go ahead. You're already doing it. My so <laughs> yeah, shifting gears back to the party because the party was genuinely one of my like top five favorite moments in my life because it was like the total justification of everything that we've done, and it was all the most fun people I think in our lives, like kind of all in one room. Well, I will I will say this. I think afterward I realized how many people we weren't able to invite. Right. And so I won't. I don't want to say it's the most fun people we know. Most fun so far. No, not even that. I there were just it was just it was just the the people that like immediately popped into our head and there was like we we to kind of the invite list Matt and I sat down and we just started writing out names. Yeah. I mean it was off the top of our head. We didn't know like really was going on and we planned on inviting about 150 people. Yeah. So if you weren't able to make this one or you didn't get an invite, do not feel insulted. We love you. Mm-hmm. There will be future parties. Yes. Very soon. And hopefully not just here. Not just Hopefully here. we can blow them up and make it something crazy. Yeah. Because Man, honestly, if we had unlimited space, we probably could have invited five to 600 people. I'm betting. Just in our circles. I'm thinking of people like alone that we miss, but I'm not going to focus on that. Well, I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to find out. We'll find out one I mean, day. I think, I think 100 was a good starting point. It was a great starting and point. And I think at one point it was really hot up here and it was jammed. What was your favorite moment of that night, though? Favorite moment of that night... Well, it was one I was reminded of the next day, uh, so I didn't remember it in real time because it was later in the night. But I think it was Slater putting his face into the oh my god <laughs> and eating it. I think that's my favorite. Um, I think you know what it was like for me. The party itself was like almost very similar to my wedding day. Yeah, it's just that um, there was so many conversations to be had. And there was, I felt really bad because there was a couple times people were saying things that were like incredible. Yeah. And it would be cut off by the next person. And so it really felt like there was always somebody on deck to talk to. So I feel like the two hours that I, that was actually the party yeah. feels like a blur. Yeah, it was about five minutes total. Yeah, I yeah. think I had about 30 seconds to kind of just take it in and just be appreciative of what we've been able to accomplish. And it went... I agree. And it went so fast that, like, I think we both realized because both of us were kind of just working the room saying hi and, like, talking to people. Like, we didn't drink. We didn't eat really. Like, I didn't eat at all until after the party. And then I think I only had two and a half, three beers during the party. Yeah. I think that's it. Is we were, we were very, very fortunate to have uh, the kegs from Crown Brewing and they brought the, uh, the, the raspberry wheat beer. Uh, Flam Rouge, mm-hmm. and it is one. It, it's such a phenomenal beer, and I was like, I got a whole keg of this. Like yep. this is dangerous, and like I think I drank maybe two beers before mm. the party ended because yeah. I was just like bouncing around the room. But oh, yeah. it was a man. Yeah, it was an well, exciting two. Special hours. shout out to Crown Brewing for giving us all the beer, and then yeah. special shout out to Docs uh, for hooking us up with the food. I think everybody loved it. Yeah, I didn't hear one complaint about mm-hmm. either thing, um, and I thought it went out with the hitch. Uh, we had a door guy. Yeah. That was kind of fun to make sure that people were on the list. And I think a couple people snuck through the five hole. There was yeah. a couple people I didn't, I didn't know who they were. 
Um, I think we good. turned into never. Mind. I think it, it, it almost kind of like felt like a nightclub. We had whoever made that playlist. That was an outstanding playlist. That for was this me. Event. It was an out. That you did was a, me. Well done. I am Thanks, well not guys. DJ Allen, man. Scott. I'm not a big hip hop guy, but like '90s East Coast hip hop, like for an event like that, was crazy, and it was so much fun. And I'm like the night, like when I heard the music, I was like, yeah, it's a great song. Like this is this Biggie, like is Biggie yeah. playing? Like yeah. Um, and I think a few people outside like snuck through it, like thinking it was like a, a dance club or whatever. Because we're right above Zombie Club, so they're bumping music and the beers flowing. We're up here bumping music and the beers flowing. We're yeah. not a bar by yeah. any means, but. Well, I know I when I was at the end of the night, I got when I got done with the psychics. I came, I went downstairs, and I was out in the sun, like the sidewalk, and it really felt like this was a nightclub. It was because yeah. the windows were all open, the yep. hip hop was going. You can hear it on the street. Yep, you could hear all the conversations, and with as many people that were on, it sounded like two million people <laughs> were up here. Yeah, and so I was like, "Damn, man, that's really crazy." Um, and then there was t- a couple that was walking by, and I think they were going to Zombie Club, and the door was open, and then they looked over, and they're like. Uh, What's going on up there? And I'm like, and I'm like, well, they're they're a media company, and they're starting off, and we're throwing a party, and they're like, oh, that's really cool, and then just walk, kept continuing to walk. Yeah, that was a really bad story. <laughs> nice was, man. That should have been better. That should have been better. <laughs> Damn. Cut that you know out, what? Josh. Yeah, it worked really good in your head. It but did. Then, uh, I did my taxes earlier today. <laughs> my accountant was like, "Good job." So I think another like part of that feel was like there was also throughout the entire night like always at least five to ten people in front of our door, like outside. Oh really? Yeah, because you you can't smoke up here. So all the people that smoke cigarettes. They would always go downstairs, and like there was always a congregation of people that were from the party downstairs, just hanging out, chatting. Oh, cool! I had no idea. I didn't either. So that I mean, I feel like that also gave it that kind of vibe of like, what the hell's going on up there, and like, why is there a bunch of people standing around? Gotcha. (laughs) Just just to continue on with your bullshit story. Thank you, man. Yeah, no problem. My one regret of the night was not getting the chance to play Flippy Cup. Yeah, same. I, I didn't. Play, I didn't play, play any games out. either, man. Uh, None. Slater did invite me to, but I was so eager. I, I'm not going to say I was so eager to work the room and say hi to people. I'm going to say is I have been undefeated in Flippy Cup for ten years. Mm. Ten years, and that includes last Friday when we destroyed uh, Crown <laughs> Brewing, and uh, and then played Slater in a one-on-one and still won mm. and brought them back from the brink of destruction to come from behind and win a seven-game series. That's true. So it was game seven. That went to that game was, seven. That was game seven. I snuck in on game three and won game three, four, five, six, and seven. So uh, I didn't want to put my record on the line, but Slater did invite me to play Flippy Cup. Gotcha. He might have. I don't remember. Yeah. So let's do this. I, didn't, I thought we were going to talk about the party. Yep. Um, uh huh. What? Let's do the takeaways of this weekend. Ooh. So let's do the takeaways of this craziness. Cool. Um, your funnest part. Your favorite parts. Ooh. So who wants to start first? I can start favorite first. We'll do. We'll do weekend. top three. Okay. And you this mean is week? any any shoot, or, or or the whole week. Okay. So what was week. your what was your takeaways? The fun stuff. Of the oh man, dude, week? I don't remember last Monday. Uh, let me see. I got to pull up my calendar and remember what we did this hmm. week. <laughs> okay. Because we get a chance to hang out with each other all the time, but we don't always get True. a chance to really kind of appreciate it. Sure. Right? Sure. Um, and I think I mean we talked enough about the party. I would say, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, Go ahead, JVD. I really enjoyed uh, Pierogi Fest. What part of Pier- Pierogi Fest? Um, I've Pierogi? so I've been to Pierogi Fest the last few years, but I've never seen the parade. Me neither. First time. That Same. parade is pretty cool. It's intense. That would be on my list. 
And uh, I had the like the drone up in the sky, and that thing goes forever. That thing it's disappeared. Long. It's long. I mean, it's all the way down to the oh, end. Yeah. I did. Did you see the uh, lovely story I posted on Instagram of you two? You yeah. two looking yeah. like birds? Yeah. Yeah, yeah looking up. That's a real thing. That that's cool. If I'm the only person in the world that laughed at that, that's all I needed. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, I it was just a fun experience. I've never, never experienced that, and uh, I enjoyed it. Do you have any part of the parade that in particular you enjoyed? Um, well, you were flying the drone for the most part. Yeah, so I kind of saw it from a distance. But, uh, let's see... I mean, the Ferris Bueller dude was was cool. Yeah, I didn't understand the Nirvana smells like Teen Spirit thing. But no, I guess no, you can I only play Don Shane so many times. Yeah, right? that's true. That's true. Um, but a cool idea for a float. I, you know, that was the thing. How much character was in that parade? Yeah, a lot of character. A lot of character. I, what, what are the old ladies called? The Bushas. Yeah. So I'm, I'm Polish. Okay. And so that's a real thing. Okay. My great grandmother was Busha. I, I don't know what that means. That's grandmother. So Busha just means grandmother. I believe so. Okay. And then in isn't Russian? This is a completely ir- uh, unrelated thing, but isn't it babushka in Russian or something? No like idea. Now you're getting babushka, you're changing. which is I also no a idea. hat. Anyway, yeah, that, that's my bullshit story. I for know Chachki, pierogi, and Busha. That's my three po- po- like Polish that uh, is words. I know three words more than. And I know. Uh, nice. the food. The food is awesome. Food is great. Yeah. Um, do you remember the name of the stand we got those pierogies at? Because they were so cool. Um, I think it was just called pierogi. Remember, we saw the big blue flag that said <laughs> it's pierogi just like government. in the corner? It's just a government pierogi the, stand. The hardest thing like ever you get is pierogies here. trying to explain to somebody where you're at because you're like, we're by the sign that's the huge sign that says pierogi. It's like, well, there's a million yeah. huge signs that say pierogi. Well, that's, it's uh, in front of the Dollar Tree. Yes. So everything about pierogi fest is fun except trying to park at pierogi fest. That's oh the worst God, part, dude. That's uh, the worst part. Slater had the hookup on like the freaking Batcave, and so he got some yeah. sneaky parking spot right away, drove there like he'd been driving there his whole life. I think it was his grandparents so he might actually be driven there his whole life but uh we had to drive i was in the car with you and amber in brooklyn and we had to drive forever to find a parking oh yeah it felt like a cubs game yeah it was it was legitimately a cubs game like you either paid 20 bucks to get somewhat okay parking in like a a first out scenario or you just had to drive uh all the way from addison to south chicago to find a parking spot (laughs) exactly and so then slater's texting me like yeah dude i'm just by the dollar general i'm like i've been to whiting twice in my entire life and that night was the second time like I'm a region transplant. That's real. But I've been here ten years. The first time I went to Whiting was to buy my first car ever, and that was a '94 Camaro. Wow. Yeah, just never been to Whiting. So he's like, "Yeah, I'm by the Dollar Tree," and I'm like, "I don't know where that is." Crazy. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, man, I'll be there in a minute. <laughs> that's nuts. <laughs> I play a lot of baseball up there, so I have some idea. But it was only like my third pierogi fest I've sure. ever been to. Yeah, but the parade was crazy. The, it was the, cool. The Bushes were hilarious. They were yeah. kissing all the police officers, and yeah, it was it cool. Was really cool. It was cool. That yeah. was my favorite part of the shoots that we've been in. The, the only reason is because I didn't go to the Stanley Cup one. I think that would have been my favorite, but I just I didn't get to experience that it. That Stanley so. Cup day was incredible. Yeah. Like, yeah. So there was a lot of waiting around because, mm-hmm. like, we, you know, the cup's coming, the cup's coming, and you weren't sure. It was supposed to go into a room that we were at. Yeah. Um, but what ended up happening was is that it, run, it started running about 25 minutes late thanks to 8094 traffic. Mm. So... Everything, it went from like a whole hurry up and wait game into it's here and now it's really moving fast. Yep. So we, I, I think we did a pretty good job capturing it, but um, the excitement around the cup is pretty fun. Yeah. It's infectious. Yeah. Mm. And so you see these groups of people just like they unmistakably get 50 times happier 
by just the presence of it and feel like wow. because it feels like a, an important thing, you know? Totally. Yeah. Um, and so when we were at the fire station, the, the uh, officers and the firefighters were really great. I want to give a shout out to Ryan Cusack publicly um, for being such a gracious host um, and helping us uh, kind of waver through those waters. But um, really awesome to kind of see that. And we, if you've seen that video, you saw like the still kind of the video pictures we've taken with those guys. Um, and then to kind of walk it from the fire department to the square was really cool because mm. <laughs> it felt like, you know, you were part of the experience. Yeah. Um, and there were so many people on the square for it. Yeah. It was packed. It was packed. Really and cool. there was a line. I mean, how many times have we seen it? Not real. Not uh, very rarely. But it's literally a line of people all the way around the, the, the courthouse oh, right. on the Shit. sidewalk. And so, and then, like, as soon as the Stanley Cup moves, the police are giving it an escort. And it's just pandemonium, dude. Because yeah. it's like the actual Capitals fans in attendance. Yeah, yeah. And they're, like, running as fast as they possibly could just to touch it. So it was a wild experience. That one was crazy. And that's really what the craziest part of this job is. So, like, takeaway size, Stanley Cup, crazy experience. Yeah. Being on the CBS News at 6, yeah. crazy experience. Yeah. I will yeah, never yeah. forget Martin and I at that party like almost like hugging it out because he's the one who got that to happen mm-hmm. and yeah. that's such an incredible thing martin alexi big shout out to you um the pierogi fest was cool but i didn't i just i just enjoyed the parade i didn't have, those other moments are a little bit more emotional for me yeah right and there was a time at the party too where my mom came and she was just i mean she was just very she was talking about how proud she was mm-hmm. and so that was a moment that i'll never forget um and then the other, uh, the, the, the wedding was great. So that was kind of my takeaways from the week. And then it was just so much build up into that um, that it was hard to, everything else felt like it was in fast forward. Yeah. 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 Matt? <laughs> I think a couple couple great things. The Stanley Cup was, was a little extra special to me. I used to play hockey. Um, and it was, uh, when you start, the first time you ever like put on skates or anything, you, you, you start thinking about that Stanley Cup moment. It doesn't matter if you're, practice squad if you're beer league if you're an nhl player you're thinking about like how cool would it be to just see the stanley cup in person and touch it and so like i remember when i like he pulled it out of like we were there when he like pulled it out of the back of his truck uh the coach todd reardon coach of the capitals um who's from the area allegedly he's from the region i think he's from deerfield deerfield I think his wife is from the region. She went okay. to VU, I think. Yeah. You can't Wikipedia this stuff. So yeah. Um, so there's some connection. But to see him pull that out and, and think to myself, like, there was definitely a moment of panic. I'm like, oh, my God, the Stanley Cup is, like, right in front of me. It's arms reach away. Like, all of my heroes, like, growing up, the, like, the most legendary hockey players to ever exist have their names inscribed on here. They've touched this. Alexander Ovechkin drank many beers out of this. Yeah. Like, he's had this. Um, you realize like the how the length, the lifespan of the Stanley Cup. It's like dented. Like a lot of people don't see that. Like it's dented and oh, dinged. The bowl on the top, top is, the bowl is beat shaped up. like an egg. Yeah, like a, a rough egg. Like it's been dropped probably hundreds of times. Like and so he's just carrying this thing around. I'm like, he's got that. It's freaking like it didn't even like matter to me that he was the coach of the Washington Capitals, which are uh, for those listening that, that that don't care. They won the Stanley Cup last season. That's the only reason he had it. Um, and uh, it was it was it was just kind of like a surreal experience for me. And then I got to touch it. The picture went up on Facebook. Like it was great, um, but surprisingly not like a top moment for me of the weekend. Because beyond that, like the two moments that really stood out to me were when I was sitting at the top of the stairs before the party, and my wife was walking up the stairs, and she came in, and she hadn't seen the office. 
And so my wife, the only reason I get to do this journey, the only reason any of this exists is because my wife is so amazing and made it work with the budget. When I was at uh, work and, and working a full-time job and, and saying like, I wanted to break free. Like I had this dream and, and I met you and like you had the same dream. And so I'm like, we can, we can do this. And like, I can break free and like, we can, we, I can start my own company. I can do this. It only happened because of her. And so to see her walk up the stairs and, and have that, like she's been to the office, but to see that like realization on her face, like this is our office warming. Like all of this has come to kind of like this, like anticlimactic moment where where it's it's uh it's it's big it was just like a big moment and like you can see like the pride in her face that like every sacrifice we've made has been worth it because like this is now a real thing like it was kind of like the the gates opening kind of moment yeah so like that was big then beyond that after pierogi fest night like we were driving back in the car and we were talking and we were, we were like planning and stuff and, and your daughter is, is screaming her head off, which made me for some reason like want a kid even more. Like oh Caitlin and I God. don't have kids. Uh, we want kids. It'll probably happen eventually. We're not getting to that on the podcast. But uh, coming back, coming back here and seeing you guys crank out the videos, the pierogi fest video, the party video. And while watching the Stanley Cup video, which had already been posted growing, was a surreal moment in my life, too. And probably my favorite moment from the entire weekend, which was crazy because it wasn't really? any of the events hmm. we went to. It's watching you guys like it's a it's it's an art form almost to like to watch this because you guys do like I'm at a lot of these events. And people, if you see me there, you're welcome to come and talk to me, especially if the other guys are filming. They film everything. It's it's pretty widely known. I am a garbage photographer and video. <laughs> no. I am you're really calling yourself. I'm publicly that, calling myself oh, out. Yeah, third place. Uh, <laughs> I have come in third place in every three man competition we have ever had. Uh, and it's but like I will never stop challenging you guys just because both of you guys I think are just on the next level. Like I feel like if I'm, I'm an average photographer, but you guys and Slater um, and Ben, new addition to our team, Ben are all amazing photographers. Mm-hmm. And so like that's the level I have to play with. And so uh, watching you guys like film these videos, putting the effort to go and film and you're flying the drones and you're picking your shots and you're filming hundreds of two second clips and three second clips and then come back compiling them picking them adding music like building this entire like uh game plan basically to make these videos real and you're doing it in hours yeah just like simple hours it's not like oh hey guys like we have a meeting at 10 a.m and then we're going to have another meeting tomorrow and we're going to discuss what the video needs to look like and then we're going to do a direction meeting and we're going to talk about this which is what every other full-time gig in the area is like you guys like this is the video it's done post it you got it. <laughs> like, it's amazing watching that come to life. And it's amazing watching the hustle and the artistry behind it. And then how unsatisfied you guys are with every moment until it clicks. Yeah. Like there's always a clicking moment for each video. We're like, we got it. Like the people are going to love this. It's not even a personal pride thing. It's everyone is going to love this. And I can't wait for everyone to see this. Well, you know, when you hit those shots. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> well, it's hard. I mean, it's tough. And it's speaking of that, it was really weird. I was at my parents yesterday picking up Brooklyn later. And uh, while I was there, my mom's like, so who shoots all that stuff? And I'm like, actually, I, I do a lot of yeah. the shooting, you know, and putting it together. Mm-hmm. She's like, when did you start doing that? And I'm like, mom, you should know more than anybody. You <laughs> bought me a video camera in high school. <laughs> right. Go around and shoot. She's like, you know what I did? I had no idea. It's like crazy but it really i mean it came through a lot of hard work and like dedication and like josh and i have been really hitting this for a long time just grinding yeah grinding. i've never done this before november 1st 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if that if that goes to show you anything. <laughs> well, and I didn't do any of it at Lakeshore. Uh-huh. I know they would never let me. But at least, at least from a video side, I've been doing the audio from before that. But yeah, yeah. At least from a video standpoint, I mean, they would not let me do that uh, there. Um, so I was kind of like just dying to do it, um, and so that was kind of how that whole thing started. But really, it comes down to just the love of creation. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. know, and we're really hard on ourselves, man. We have hard conversations about them. You know? Yeah, I mean, and and we and I think one thing that made us grow as fast as we did is we always edit in teams. Sure. Yeah. Sure. It's a lot of bouncing ideas off of each other, figuring out what yeah. works, and really crushing that video. Yeah, it's into it's, pieces. Exactly, because even the best editor in the world sometimes can get too close to the piece. Yeah, and yeah. so you need someone to say. This shot doesn't make any sense. That shot doesn't make any sense. Like my wife's a hairstylist. hairstylist. Mm-hmm. Knows nothing about video production. Right. As soon as I locked down that Beauty and the Beach video, I took it up to her and I'm like, you need to tell me what shots work and what shots don't. And she took out like four shots right away because she's like, as a hairstylist, none of these make sense. Cool. Yeah. It's like, cool, perfect. And but so, she knows. But she knows. She knows. So it's like awesome. And so it's, I think, I think that's really part of it is that it's, I'd say the least ego thing we do. Yeah. And I think that's really an important thing is keeping ego out of it and really kind of just really being about the project. It's well, always it's, about it's, the project. It's, it's going to be tough if us. you don't. What's that? I said it's going to be tough if you don't because you're going to feel real beat up about getting these videos edited if you're if you're hard pressed about not changing shots. Yeah. You know what I mean? I guess that's more amateur shit. Sure. To take offense to not to getting shit out of it. <laughs> right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. we've all taken shitty shots and you sometimes you most of the time you know it. Right. Um, sometimes when you're in the field oh, when and you, you take them, <laughs> you think they're, they're gold. And you're like, ah, that one got bad. I don't know. Well, yeah. I, I will say I was proud. Uh, Progi Fest was the first time I've taken an Osmo, the camera stabilizer, out. And I went and collected a bunch of shots, none of which are in the Progi Fest video. <laughs> because but it's not on purpose. Not, okay. on, not on purpose. I did say we would try. We did, I feel like did. we have to go back a little bit because your shots don't suck. No, no. You know what I, I know. mean? I know, in a competition with anyone else, I'm world freaking class. But, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. When it comes to you guys or whatever, it's like playing freaking basketball against LeBron James and, and Michael Jordan, and I'm trying to like figure this out. I'm not going to choose which one of you is LeBron James. That's between you. you I, I am know. sure there are, there are haters out there and critics who would say the exact opposite, that they could shoot it 50 times better. Sure. So, I mean, I'm not going to look that, but I appreciate that, Matt. They can come to the mansions in our office and tell us that. <laughs> oh, wow. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's awesome. The, the humility went out the window for a second. <laughs> no, you just, yeah, wow. just you just got competitive. Just got competitive. Yep, yep that's the fire. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. bring it I feel like Tony Stark World. or whatever, like was Iron Man too, and he's like, the guy's like, I'm coming to kill you. He's like, this is my address. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, that's about all I have. Josh, do you yeah. want to tell everybody? Uh, hey guys. Mike, wait, hold on a second. Did Matt, you call me Mike? No, I was thinking of Slater. Um, do you want to? Uh, is there any final thoughts you want to have before we just jump off? Of this? I I'm curious about the uh, about your psychic experience. Oh, so uh, I'm going to try to sum this up because I know we've got 40 minutes. We're at for the 40 minute mark. Uh, that's all right. Um, so my psychic experience was I'm somehow the luckiest person ever and the most unluckiest person ever. Well, you got to give the people a little more background. Give us. You can take 30 seconds to set this set the scene up. Well, I think that so apparently they think that a bad spirit attached itself to me, the psychic that was at the party. There you go. 
due to our bullshit video shot that we had to do on a whim for no reason at all at the old Dillinger jail with a medium. Which, by the way, yeah. we never posted. We've never posted. Which <laughs> let's get that. Let's get let's get that shit together, dude. Okay. So I'll, I'll just I just need I just need your computer. I'll I'll knock it out. Uh, it's, I mean, I've already made one of the videos. Boys, yeah, but boys, it's more of a boys. Teaser. Hey, hey, hey! I'm focused on psychics okay. and ghosts. <laughs> So essentially, a bad spirit, what they think has attached itself to me because of that experience. Um, what made it screwed up, and I'll, I'll be public about it. I don't have any problems saying it, but um, there was a there was about two weeks after that experience where I had some real real fucked up thoughts. One of them when they're both suicidal, which is really weird. Like I've never been depressive, and I've never been that way. Um, one of them was I have like a foyer at my house. One of them was like I had the emotion and feeling to throw myself off of it. And the other one was putting my head on a railroad track and then have a train run over it. I know those are two really intense things to say publicly, yeah. but it was those two moments that really kind of like screwed me up. And so that's where like I would never go back into that jail if I was even paid. Just because of like it, for a couple of weeks it felt like that. I haven't felt that way since. Um, but I think that kind of was reason for alarm for them, a little yeah. bit. Yeah, you know? sure. Um, but I, I honestly, like, I, I don't, I don't know what to say about it. But um, apparently, to them, they think I'm uh, very. I've been always very lucky in my life. Um, that that's really good thing that I almost kind of take it for granted. Um, but that's what's weird. I don't know how I can be lucky and unlucky. Like, how many people have gone through that jail and have been fine? Like, the one time I go in there, now I've got, I've got a spirit attached to me. That doesn't make any sense to me. Um, yeah, and I went in there and I'm fine. He's and getting you're fine. mad. This is the demon talking. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. You should, we should do like a voiceover, like where you modulate my voice to where it sounds like a demon <laughs> at this point. But so that's essentially what that was. They told me that I'll, my next kid will be a boy. Um, how my wife's and I relationship is incredibly strong. Is it going to be the demon? Like, is, is the next child the Antichrist? Is this the Damien? start of the movie? Is it Damien? Damien? Uh, I don't know. I doubt it. Um, I don't know. I doubt it. Sweet. I don't know why. I think my child, I think our boy just needs to be named Beelzebub. Like, it's just, it's it's a family name. That was so, my great granddaddy B. B. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know what to expect. Uh, apparently, she thinks that I'll be tired of doing this in five years. That's how much time she gave me. Um, because I, she, she sees me as a person who loves a challenge. And then she thinks at that point it won't be a challenge anymore. Sure. Which is a long time. That is a long time. Five years from now is crazy. I'm having a hard time trying to balance the next five. I'm trying to have a hard time balancing. What are we doing five days. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. So We live uh, in our windows now. Yeah. So does that, does that answer your question? That does answer my question. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I'm a pretty open guy. I don't have any yeah. problems talking about that stuff. But it was like when we were talking about suicidal thoughts, it was like that's when they were like, no, we're not going to let anybody else in there. Yeah. The, the psychics were doing the that. Doors, the doors closed at one point, and then they stay closed the rest of the night. Like everyone after that had like personal sessions. I yeah. am terrified, and so I refuse to come back here. Like even when they were here, I'm like, they're looking at me. Like, <laughs> Crazy. And they were super nice. Super nice. Great people. So, so that's all I got. That's your final? That was my final. JVD, take us out. Hey, uh, so if you guys would like to get a hold of us, we're on all social media platforms under Local219. Or uh, under Twitter, we are Local underscore 219. Or feel free to just send us an email. Um, Alan at Local219.tv, Josh at Local219.tv, or Matt at With one T. If you had two Ts, I will not get it. It is M-A-T, like a floor mat. Did you just steal the rest of my thumb? I had to have the last word. Josh, I got to say, that's probably the worst one you've had. No, it was a good one. Okay. Your radio voice seemed to go away there. Did it? Yeah. 
A little disappointed in that. Oh no! Okay. I'll, 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 I'll really, I'll really get in there next time. That <laughs> boy. There it is. The Dig one thing in. I wanted to say before this, and I was going to try to talk over it while Josh was saying that, but our mics weren't off, and so it would have been weird. Um, did you see the shower beer submission yesterday? I did not. The first couple shower beer shot we got. Couple oh, shower beers. Yes, a man and a woman in the shower is it sharing we beers. Did we post that? I did not get a chance to post it. It's in our craft beer. Let's post I it. I saw, yeah, I saw a message come through, but I didn't bother. I was yeah. occupied and look at it. That's really awesome. cool. That's Super awesome. Fun. So let's post that. Well, props to whoever sent that. Yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll uh, bounce out of that. Uh, I hope you guys have a great week, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Later. Later.